2: My name's Hayley Quinn and I am the dating expert that's here to tell you in a lovely and feminist way how to get much better in your interactions with women from understanding them better, empathising with them and also learning how to approach and begin conversations respectfully and lucky me I've got a lovely other female dating coach joining me today. She is the awesome Leanne Bubbly. Now, Leanne, I actually met via YouTube, so you can check her out on there as well. And she's been staying with me in London for a few nights, grabbing some YouTube videos. So I was like, I'm going to get her on the podcast as well because, for her youthful age <laughs> and bubbly personality, I have been absolutely blown away over the past few days. That I've been hanging out with her about how wise Leanne is. <laughs> so you guys are in for a treat. Welcome to the podcast, Leanne.
3: Hi everyone, welcome. Thank you, Hayley, for. Such a lovely interaction. <laughs> We've been having fun, though. It's been really cool. I'm in love with you. I think I might
2: just forget men altogether and fall in love with you, but... Come, stay, come stay forever. Um, so what I was going to talk to you about is, obviously, we had a discussion about this earlier, because you are pretty young. How did you get into being a dating coach, and how did you get into working with men in the way that you do?
3: Well, I think that um, it really comes down to having a lot of hardship in your past, and it really throws you into being more mature at a younger age. For the people that's uh, that are listening to me, I was born in Palestine, so you know, in the land of occupation. And since I was a kid, I had to really be more mature than other people, because I had to see the illusions of our world. But more importantly, when I was 18 years old, I fell in love with uh, a con artist, and I wasn't aware that he was conning <laughs> me. And I had to discover very quickly into our relationship that he had a criminal record. And that really got me to be more aware of the kind of people I surround myself with and to build myself, my core confidence, and then
2: focus on me first and everything else will come into place after. Awesome. And I think that reminds me of of my favorite phrase is to be worthy of your sufferings. Which oh, my God. God. Brilliant. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. is <really. laughs> like, you take the suffering and you learn and you learn and you learn from it. And I have to say, guys, as well, we're going to actually get Leanne to talk to you about body language, because if you look at her videos on YouTube and a lot of what she talks about, that's a real focus of what she's teaching at the moment. And I've kind of been watching Leanne sneakily in operation. Like <laughs> I took Leanne to a party last night. Um, it was it was a, it was an interesting crowd. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, Leanne is, you know, totally sober, completely vegan. And I was watching her talk actually to lots of time to women who were significantly older than her. And you have this thing, and it's the Leanne thing that I have to share with you guys. Well, she'll look at them and she'll go into this really, you see it in all her YouTube videos, it's really unassuming. She'll be making heavy eye contact, nodding, smiling, being very disarming and getting the other person to open up. And I secretly know that the cogs are turning in the background and Leanne is figuring out Everything that's going on with this person because she has a natural instinct for people. Like you can tell a person's character quickly. And I understand actually that's something that doesn't come intuitively to many people, right? It just doesn't, which it's, you might be sat there listening to this thinking, well, I find it really hard to tell when a girl is interested in me. I find it really difficult and clumsy to demonstrate when I'm interested in her. In fact, I feel awkward and almost creepy for doing it. And I definitely don't know how to sexualize the interaction. That feels even worse. So this, I, we understand that the subtlety of social interactions. Some people kind of intuitively get it, or have been socialised in a way that makes it easier, and some people not so much. So our job is really to help break down what makes that interaction into small, learnable, and manageable steps. So I've seen Naomi in action. She's a pro, um, and you can. I t- said so you'll see it yourself if you watch her YouTube. You talk a lot about body language. So for the guys out there, can you think what do you think is one of the most important important principles that guys can focus on if they know that their their social cues and their body language aren't usually coming across in a way that women read as like sexually attractive or the kind of guy I'd like to date?
3: Well, I think first of all, when I coach my male clients, the first thing I really teach them is to be aware of themselves. And that means, you know, when you're sitting down, are you sitting straight? Are you presenting the best body language that you can present? And that comes to every single component from your hands, to your toes, to your knees, to even your facial expressions is a big one. And I think a lot of us were too much into our heads. We're Mm. always thinking about what the other person is thinking about us. And that's not really the right um, mentality to approach women with, because you're not really being aware and being present and being grounded you know, in the moment that you're sharing with this other person. But when it comes to body language itself, I would really recommend to kind of think of it as a workout at the gym. Every single day you have to be conscious and be aware of how you're um, presenting yourself, how you introduce yourself to other people, because it really sends off a really big message. And as I always say, 93% of your communication comes down to nonverbal cues, which means you're you know, your facial expressions, your body language, and your vocal tonality, and only 7% is through your words. So, if you mm. just take that into perspective, you would understand that communication is much more physical than what we imagine.
2: Right. And I think that's so important because I think so often, you know, you might think you want to know like the perfect line or the perfect conversation. First of all, there isn't a perfect line or a perfect conversation. Conversation is like a dance. It's like you get a piece of um, input and you respond to it. And it's all in the response and the ability to listen. And because there's so many variables involved, it's so much better to focus on the skills of how to deal with that than having a perfect script. I also like what you said about body language. In that I often think that the bits of body language that people forget and you're so right it's because they're not fully conscious and aware of them there's all these giveaways like you could be sat there with like the most alpha body language but if your hands are showing tension or they're balling up or you're fidgeting with something or you're inadvertently moving your hands across your body there'll be tells that you're not fully comfortable like often when I see men approaching women they'll go in there and their hands will be balled into fists as they're doing it because (laughs) it's like they feel the tension and it's expressing itself And there is a relationship as well, a very, very strong relationship between the mind and the body. So if you can control the body, you actually can influence the mind as well. So you might be like, well, I feel tense, so I'm going to demonstrate it. But if you can open up your body language, and by that I mean you know, stand a little bit wider than your hip than hip joint position with your legs. You want to roll your shoulders back. You want to turn your palms outward so your palms are open, your hands are away from your body. You want to even have your head slightly elevated beyond neutral position. Now in this space, you should actually start to feel a bit more confident and a bit more aware. Um, and when you do that, you psychologically start to relax and feel better. So you can work it the other way around. It's not like, oh, I feel this way, so therefore I must express it through my body. You can actually reverse that and go, well, I'm going to express it through my body and that will help to change how I feel. Like, a good example of this is, like, before we were going into exams... Like, I remember this so much at school. Like, everyone was, like, tense, right? Really, really tense because you're worried. Or before a job interview. So what do you do? You sit very rigid. Your body language is extremely symmetrical. You show tension. You're maybe clenching your jaw. Your hands are probably moved. They're they're folded in front of you or resting on your lap. And that tension actually makes things worse. Like, whether you're going into an exam or an interview or about to go on to a date, if you can focus on making your body language asymmetrical, relaxed... Um, as wide as possible in some, without looking ridiculous and like you're trying to be an alpha male. (laughs) Like, you know, that little subtle change where it could mean that just one of your arms is on the table, the other one is down behind you on the back of the chair. Asymmetry and relaxed body language will not only read to her as more comfortable in your social situation, but you will actually start to feel more comfortable. And you know how my whole thing, right? It's like, don't do things for the benefit of the other person because we don't know what they're like we don't know what they want do things for the benefit of you and that body language will really make a really strong difference now another topic i wanted to pick up on which i'm sure loads of the uh, the guys listening and want to listen we're going to want to hear about is we know as well that men often struggle to be sexy yeah,
1: with women definitely. right
2: and it's and, and i, I want to say as much as I'm a rampant feminist, this is part of, like, the whole issue, is I really don't agree with guys being told, oh, you know, if you compliment a woman, that's sexist, or you can't approach a woman, or that's creepy. I mean, all we're creating is a weird society, right, where, like, men and women don't talk to one another, where sex is bad, where we all feel guilty and shameful about our natural desires, and all that's rubbish. So, you listening, like, I trust your ethics on this one. I actually would love, I would love, love, love for women to look at you and engage with you and get that you're the kind of guy that would make an amazing partner to them short or long term. So when it comes to being more sexual or sexualizing interaction, maybe like if a guy's on a date, it seems to be going pretty well, but the minutes are ticking by and he's so aware that he hasn't touched it yet <laughs> and that he hasn't kissed her and he's like, oh no, I'm going to end up in the friend zone. What body language cues or touch or eye contact, what do you think is are the most important things that he should focus on to begin to sexualize that interaction?
3: I definitely think it begins with eye contact. Um, you know, the eyes really speak so much louder than any words that you can say. And I've had moments uh, myself where I was in the subway, as an example, in Paris, and I had this stranger this guy that I didn't know at all that just kept on making eye contact with me but not directly he was making it in the reflection of the window
2: oh that's so hot it's so (laughs) hot
3: it is extremely hot and you know what's going on as a female you understand that he's attracted you understand that he's like trying to make a move on you but you're kind of just like ignoring it and I think what's really important I had a talk yesterday with one of the uh, lovely women at the party she was telling me how you know women are different because they dare to be playful. They dare to tease. They dare Mm. to flirt. And I think so many men, they, they don't show off or they can't pass on this measure that they're sexy, that they're sexual. It's because they're so scared of getting rejected or they're so scared of showing that they're creepy. And that's really the wrong mentality. I think it all starts with, you know, really finding that you are not there to please anybody. You're not there to get approval or validation that you need to just be okay. hundred percent with who you are, play along with it. And if the girl doesn't like it, then okay, just too bad for her. But the main thing is keep on learning and developing developing yourself every single day, because the no, the more you know about that knowledge, the more you practice it, which is more important, the more you're going to be comfortable with it. And that's when confidence will come in.
2: Right. And I think also for you guys, if you're like, oh my God, I'm really struggling. I don't know where to start. Start early, you know, in the day, I think set the right tone. Um, when you first meet her and engage with her, even if you just, you know, when that bit where you go, and you kiss them on both cheeks, even if you can just linger in her personal space for like a split second longer, it's and you, whilst making direct eye contact, it's going to really help to start to demonstrate to her, hey, you know, this is actually, this is a date, obviously. So you don't (laughs) get that awful thing where it's like, and I, you know, like shame on women for doing this when they say, oh no, I thought we were just meeting his friends for coffee. Rubbish. Like if you want to just meet his friends, say you're just meeting his friends and be clear from the start. Now, if you're getting that, what has really happened is that she was probably pretty open to seeing whether this was a sexual or a friendship connection she felt towards you. And because there wasn't enough input from you in terms of creating that sexual desire, and this is pretty cool, actually, you do have a lot of power to create that. She's gone back and the feedback loop that's been created is, we're just mates, which is probably extremely infuriating for you. So immediately, right from the get-go, strong eye contact, spending a bit more time in her personal space now if you want to initiate touch as well like Mm. few quick like and I'm going to go real back to basics because some of the stuff that seems obvious cannot feel obvious
1: if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.
2: If you're touching her, make eye contact while you're touching her. So you're not looking at where you're touching. (laughs) And also make sure the touch doesn't, like, linger for ages. You know, it really is... It's these small split-second touches that are almost barely perceptible that are so much better than, like, putting your hand on her shoulder with, like, super alpha body language. I'd much rather that your knees just subtly touch underneath the table, your legs just find a way that they're leaning in towards one another or that um, as you're emphasizing a point like, oh my God, this was, this. was I have to tell you this, you just reach out and very, very gently and briefly touch her on the arm. Um, I want you to think about as well, like if you can get this natural frequency of touches coming in, you're demonstrating to her actually that you have a social relationship that is not platonic and it is not friendship. Like the style of conversation that you use, the way that you touch someone and engage with someone demonstrates very, very clearly um demonstrates very clearly what kind of a relationship that you have. And I think what you said that was really clever and valuable is that women are more open to just using flirtation as a form of communication like I think women I think we're just naturally better at it I think socially we practice it a lot more we understand intuitively that there's different styles of communication that are available to us and that we can choose the one that is most appropriate for the moment or we can choose just to play like a lot of the time women heterosexual women straight women will flirt with other women Oh yeah, yeah, yeah all the time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they'll do that, and it's it's because they enjoy. You see this actually with close female friends a lot of the time. You know, they like, they might like be stroking each other on the arm or putting their arms around one another, or the heads will lean in, or they make strong eye contact, and things that actually from the outside look almost sexually intimate, but it's just women engaging with that more pl- playful and flirtatious form of communication. Whilst I think sometimes, guys, you can feel a bit trapped to A, having to be perfect and put on this perfect performance, otherwise she won't like you. Or you feel trapped that you have to be super macho and therefore show no emotion. Or you feel trapped that like, gosh, is she going to judge me? for being too sexy and too playful for her so you, you're actually in your role at the moment as men you're pretty restricted mm-hmm. and you need to kind of start like as much as women need to change attitudes attitude toward dating and love you need to start fighting your way out of um, that man box that that cage which says here you are as a guy this is how you're allowed to behave Um, So uh, Yeah, I
3: wanted to add something. I find that one trick that works really well with women or, you know, anyone that you're trying to attract is when you first meet someone, instead of, you know, giving them one kiss on the cheek or a handshake, something like that, you'd be like, I'm a hugger, you know, I love giving hugs. And the thing that works wonders with anybody that I play this trick on is when I hug them, usually people don't know how to hug. Okay. Um, (laughs) people don't know how to hug. They hug really awkwardly. So I call them out on it and I say, wow, you really give bad hugs. (laughs) And what they tend to do is they feel self-conscious. So they want to give you a better hug. They're like, oh, well, show me how you really hug. And that gives you an opportunity to come closer to each other, to really give like a three second hug. That's more affectionate. And that really gives you an new perspective on who you are. And, and women tend to want to um, see you in a different light because you called them out on their bad hugs. So try this out
2: and let me know how it works. I like that bad hug <laughs> technique. I also think as well that the women, when she's in that physical contact, obviously oxytocin's being released, right? So she's bonding to you. And there's something really nice about a man hug like, oh, yeah. like it's really good. Like I go out actively, like I'm not dating at the moment. I go out on actively, like, which is with my guy mates. I'll just be like, I just want to kind of, I just need some masculine energy in my life. <laughs> um, and I also think as well for you, whether it's going for the hug or, you know, saying, oh, Hey, you know, maybe that if you've just approached her offering your name pretty early on and saying, oh, Hey, my name's Mark and offering your hand and seeing if she shakes the hand starting early initiating quite strong forms of physical contact is also a very effective filter for you because it isn't all about warming up making every woman like you blah 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 it's about actually if there is the potential for a connection and there is a bit of a baseline of natural chemistry being able to um, emphasize that and go with that now some women or some people when you engage physical contact they're like like a dead fish, you know, or there's just no, no vibe between you or they're very closed off. Now you don't actually need to uh, magically spend all this time and your personal energy and effort warming these people up. In fact, you can just go for the people who are naturally more open and physical contact is a great way of assessing how comfortable somebody is with intimacy. And this is an important mindset for you as well, which is like, your job is not to try your very best to put on your best performance and then maybe one woman will like you and accept you and that's fine. No, no, no. We have to go, you are looking for women who are open to intimacy, who are up for dating, who are up for sex, who are up for relationships, who naturally warm to you and then you're going to make the most of those interactions and you're going to be very honest about where you stand within them. Um, I'm going to quickly just ask Leanne a few closing questions on this one. I wish we could go on for longer But like I've got we gotta go eat brunch. She's going on her way back to Paris and then Toronto. So you're all over the world, right? (laughs) I'm all over. But I love it. It's a
3: journey that's definitely worth you know, exploring and over in Paris, Toronto, New York, Vancouver, Montreal.
2: And if they want to find out more about your, your body language tip specifically, they go to kingofheart.org forward slash body language.
3: Exactly. Seven free videos on how to understand body language, how to use body language in order to build that sexual tension that you're looking for and it's all free so go hop on there
2: yeah and I have to say Leanne's advice is super super clear direct easy to understand and apply I think you really like it uh, and she does have a very bubbly nice personality <laughs> and uh, not to sexualize or objectify her but she is very pretty as well she's Aww, lovely she's merci. even lovelier in real life <laughs> so quick class closing questions what was the most romantic thing someone's ever done for you
3: I think I view romantic in a different way now because, it, it, you know, we look at, as women, we look at a lot of romantic movies and we expect so much from men. And I look at romance as... um someone who's kind of there for you when you need him. Mm -hmm. So whenever I feel down, someone who's actually caring and asks me, are you okay? And he pays attention to my vocal tonality and that I'm really not okay. And he would come here in a second, you know, without me having to ask for it or without me having to really talk about my feelings. I think in my perspective, that's extremely romantic. And it really turns me on when a man is caring and he's he's attentive to the way Mm. I feel. And I think as women, we're often kind of dismissed or were called crazy or too emotional and that's really the biggest
2: turn off I can think of right because it just shuts down the conversation all that says to the woman is your emotional needs aren't valid I'm not paying attention to them I'm not listening to them and you know what people's emotional needs need to be fulfilled and so then if she goes off or like thinks that you're not worth dating anymore wants to find somebody else or even just feels really reclusive and depressed as a result of that interaction it wouldn't be surprising and I totally agree actually attentiveness like for if this was a women's podcast you know my love hq one that's for women i'd be there talking like attentiveness is so important like if he's not attentive screen him out because he's not going to be a good partner you need a partner that, res- that responds to your needs so that's awesome um Another quick question.
3: I wanted to add, though, and also that that can kind of um, go off to what the woman likes. As an example, I'm a vegan, so it's really hard for me to find (laughs) someone that eats the same diet as me. And one time I went on a date with this guy that was a full-on meat eater and and we would have debates and he would tell me all the time that you know we should not stop eating animal product but this one time he made the effort to take me to a vegan restaurant and even though I knew he did not like the food he still made that effort and he still you know even though I can read it in his body language he didn't like it he didn't say a word for me that's that's romantic that's Mm. an effort to make
2: someone happy and that's really what will make you stand out from every other man I love that I love that and in line with that, what is a hack or love hacks, a really quick piece of advice that guys can use, either like a body language tip, a conversation something, or just a mindset that they can do better with women?
3: I think it all starts with a mindset for sure. Um, when you work on yourself, you really focus on being your best version that is gonna bring you so much success, not only with women, but also in other you know aspects of your life, with your friendship, your family, your relationship, your business, whatever. I really want to focus that being aware of how you feel, maybe focusing a little bit on spirituality, being in tune of the four aspects of your life, physicality, emotional uh, needs, um, financial needs, and your mentality. That's really the most important, finding harmony in all of those areas. Because if you lack in one area, you're not going to be a hundred percent confident. And in order to really attract and um, you know, success into your life, a quality woman into your life, you must first find confidence. It's super, super important.
2: Okay, I love that. And is it the same? Is your life hack, your life tip the same? My life
3: hack is to, you know, kind of figure out what is your vision down the road. If you figure out that vision and you work, backwards so instead of you know making um a plan for five years from now work plan five years back from now so the steps back from now it's a bit complicated to explain it in just one minute but um for sure if you get in touch with someone that knows how to coach you and knows how to ha- you know help you find
2: your purpose and your goals that would really help you a lot awesome and one last question. When you were younger compared to now, what was something that you've achieved or done or, or something you've discovered about life that you didn't think was possible or you didn't think was true when you were younger but you now know it is?
3: Well, I would I would have to say being a life coach or a dating coach, I always had a dream of coaching people and I knew this was my calling. And a lot of people would just kind of dismiss me and make fun of me and humiliate me, even though I knew <laughs> what I wanted to do. And I'm so glad today I persisted, even though everyone was telling me not to follow this path. And right now I feel so accomplished, so successful, so happy and peace. And really when you reach that place where you're basically happy with your own self everything else will fall into its place
2: yeah and I would like to add to that as well I think such an important wisdom that I keep like thinking about is experience people rather than judge them on first calling right so Absolutely. you know like you could go oh leanne she's really young she can't know anything like <laughs> and that's actually like if anyone's got an immature mindset it's that person making that judgment because in life x does not equal y or one plus one does not equal two that's not it's not how it works it's like you have to actually engage with someone listen to them experience their company observe their values engage And then you know what you're dealing with. So don't make hard and fast judgments because a lot of the time they actually won't serve you and you'll make your own ego in
3: check too. That's really
2: important. It
3: often blinds us from what we need to do. We want to always feel right and look good to others.
2: And that's really going to destroy you. Yeah. Oh, heavy words, but this is important and good. I've loved having you on the podcast. Thanks, Leanne. Thank
3: you for having me.
2: And of course, guys, please subscribe, please comment, please share. And uh, if you like my kind of female psychology focused approach, to love and dating, which is super ethical, really on board. And I actually want to really help you guys out as well to free you from maybe feeling uh, insecure or, or creepy or that you can't approach or you're not allowed. Please go to haleyquinn.com forward slash her mind. And I've got a few free videos there for you too. And it's all about understanding women and then developing skills for conversation based on that understanding. So I'll be back again next week with another attraction hq podcast I'll speak to you soon bye thank you for listening to my podcast today uh, if you want to find out more about me please head to haleyquinncom forward slash club where i have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club you can also catch up with me on youtube at Haley quinn xx on instagram as Haley and on twitter as plain old hayley quinn uh, i'd love to hear your feedback on the show please engage me please reach out and thank you again for your support